This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Let us take you on a journey. Misadventures in Sound with Vicky and Amanda. We'll tell stories and create connections with your new favourite sounds, including New Zealand faves and rarities. We're just two music geeks trying to make our way in the world, and we're taking you along for the ride. Misadventures in Sound, 7pm every second Saturday on ORFM Dunedin and podcast from oar.org.nz. Kia ora. Hi, and welcome to the show. You are on Misadventures in Sound with Vicky and Amanda, and this week we are doing a show called Time and Relative Dimensions in Sound, or as we like to call it... The TARDIS. If I had a TARDIS. Yeah, if we had a TARDIS. So the whole idea of this show is if we had a TARDIS and we could go back in time, what gig would we go to? Or what band would we experience? Yeah. And yeah, we've got some intriguing choices, some fantastic choices, and we hope that you come along for our TARDIS ride. Yeah, mine are predictable. To be honest, I think anybody would sit down and go, oh, yeah, Vicky's definitely going to want to go to that. Yeah. So, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, We're here I, to take you on the journey. So. Exactly. And yeah. I'm sure that most of mine are predictable as well because you've looked at my list and you've gone, of course you've got that. Of course you've got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So who should we start with? I think we should start with the wonderful Olivia Newton-John. Oh, of course. Of course we should. She passed away this last week and we're both really, really sad about that. Yeah. It's, um, I was thinking about her in Solid Gold. Do you remember Solid Gold? Yes. So the Solid Gold show um, in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, hosted by, and sometimes by Andy Gibb and Marilyn mm. McCoo, and mm. was it Dion Warwick as well? I cannot remember that far back. I just remember the show and I remember the records that came mm. with them and mumbled yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. yeah, I've got a lot of the Solid Gold records at home as well. But um, yeah, the show was amazing. And, you know, I remember Stevie Nicks singing Stand Back, that kind of thing. But I do remember this. Um, so we wanted to play Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. And so this is one of the tracks that she uh, performed on Solid Gold. And it's from the Xanadu soundtrack. And it's called Magic. We love you, ONJ.
Love that song. Oh, Olivia. I know. I um I did I I made sure that I watched Grace on on telly the other night. I mean, I've seen it. I could probably recite it to you. Um I've seen it about 10 million times, but I, I felt like it was really important and um I watched it with my 4-year-old. I made mm-hmm. sure that I I, fa- I had to fast forward a lot of it because for him he was like Oh, Mum, I want to watch Bluey. But <laughs> I was just like, no, these songs are important. And he liked the cars. Yeah. Yeah. And I was able to explain the reason that the car was flying at the end because a lot of people don't understand that. But, um, yeah, so he knows now. So in the future, he's going to be able to tell his friends when they ask. So, yeah, exactly. I helped. I helped the future ch- children. You did. And <laughs> I was watching Stranger Things and her song Twist of Fate turned up. <gasps> Really? Yeah, it's in the end of the second series of Stranger Things. That's a twist of fate. I know. And Interesting. We should do a Stranger Things soundtrack show. Yeah. I've, yeah, like all the, yeah. All the artists that have been on Stranger Things that have sort of come back and everyone's gone, oh, wow, this artist is so cool. I don't even watch Stranger Things and I'm... See, I see it everywhere. You should watch it. it I know awesome. I should and I yeah. will I'm one only day. halfway through it and I need to, I need to watch it. Watch some more, yeah. but um, yeah, it's the most eighties thing. Yeah, that has not come out of the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I need to see it. Yeah, 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 I think you'll love it. Okay, so what? So the next song that we're doing. Um, uh, so okay, so most of the um of the artists that I would love to turn back time and go and see, um, have long gone. Um, I was going to bring in Beethoven or. Um, Bach or Mozart and the tracks that I was finding on my own on my own iTunes um, yes I still use iTunes I'm so, so I. old school so do I oh, such nanas aren't we no <laughs> um, yeah so having a look at all of that and I just I, I couldn't find something that I wanted to bring in that was short enough so um, I've gone instead with the, with the pop with the predictable pop and I don't care <laughs> we're going to listen to it <laughs> so one of the um, I, one of the first things I would want to do if we were in the TARDIS would be to go back to 1988 to Wembley mm. to see Michael Jackson Mm-hmm. to play there um, because that was when he was at his peak I don't. I know other people think he was at his peak during Thriller yes he peaked there musically but in terms of his physical dancing um, his uh, his whole historic repertoire of, of songs like I really feel like he was at his peak there and mm-hmm. so I've picked um, a, a duet from the Live at Wembley album um, with and not many people know this, but um, before she was super duper famous, Cheryl Crow um, hung out with him during the 1988 mm. band tour. So she sang, "I just can't stop loving you" with him. So and of course that was um, it was usually during "I just can't stop loving you" or "She's out of my life," where he would grab somebody from the audience and dance with them. So that was sort of like Bruce Springsteen dancing in the dance. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And he didn't push. He he wanted it. He didn't push anybody away from him. He yeah. security helped them on the stage. It's quite nice. So anyway. This is I Just Can't Stop Loving You at the live at Wembley. And this is where we would go if we could. Each time the wind blows, I hear your voice so I call your name. Whispered and morning, I love his dawn. 
We were totally there. Absolutely. We're there now. We're always there. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that was I Just Can't Stop Loving You with Michael Jackson and Cheryl Crow live at Wembley and the 1988 tour. Um, he did not come to New Zealand. He was here in the 96 Dangerous Tour instead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So No, no, 96 History Tour. Not Dangerous. Dangerous no. was 1991. That's true. Yes. It would have been a very, <sighs> very long tour. It would have been. Oh, I, I should not be driving a TARDIS. Well, neither should I'd, Doctor Who technically, because <laughs> if you know your Doctor Who shows, you know, it came out a few years ago that there should be six people driving the TARDIS, not just one. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's what makes that sound. It's not meant to make that sound. <laughs> Funny. Uh, anyway, that's that's just some Doctor Doctor Who um, trivia. But anyway, you are with Vicky and Amanda on Misadventures in Sound on ORFM 105.4 FM and oar.org.nz. And our show today, Time and Relative Dimensions in Space and Sound, not Space. <laughs> Both. Time and Relative Dimensions in Sound, or as we like to call it, If I Had a TARDIS. So, yeah. where are we going to go next? Okay, it's totally up to you. It's your it turn. Is, it is. Okay, well, I'm going to stay local. Oh, cool. I'm going to go back to the 80s Dunedin sound oh, scene. We would have totally ruled that scene. Yep. We would have rocked the house. Exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking really hard about which band to play because it's like I want to play all of them because mm. that was their heyday. Yeah. But then I was thinking, well, I've seen a lot of these musicians in the last few years yeah. when they've been playing around town. And the one that I haven't seen and won't probably ever seen mm. is Look Blue Go Purple. Mm. Because, you know, sadly, I don't know if they will ever reform. Mm. And that that makes me very sad, but I totally get why. Yeah. So, um, with the be- the Still Bewitched um, album that came out uh, about four or five years ago, there were some extra live tracks on it. Oh, really? So, um, I'm going to play... Where, where were they recorded? Uh, around the country. So oh, okay. Th- so, this one uh, is called Girl Like Her. And it's called, recorded in Mochuaca in February 1987. Cool. Just, um, you know, towards the end of Flip Blue Go Purple's tenure. And, um, you know, this... A lot of these live songs, well, in fact, all of these live songs were never recorded. Interesting. So this is one that you may not have heard before. So this is Look Blue Go Purple with Girl Like Her.
Yeah. It's such a shame that wasn't recorded. I know. That was a really cool song. I know. Never mind. I really, that sounds like, I I really wish I'd been there, actually. That sounded like a a fun gig. Yeah. Yeah, it it does. Um, Yeah, I bet there's lots of tapes out there. Probably. Yeah. So that was Girl Like Her by Look Blue Go Purple. Cool, cool. From 1987. So what's next, Vicky? We're going to go back a little bit further. Um, and I, I, I'm doing this now because I thought, right, I do not want to run out of time and, and not do this. The, okay, so most people know my favourite band in the whole wide world, without question, is the Beatles. Okay, so... Understandable. And exactly, exactly. It's the best band in the world. You cannot change my mind. Um, you can try, but it's not going to work. Um, the When I first discovered the Beatles, um, one of my... The first, so it was obviously through the anthology, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't fall in love with them until I saw the um, the segment about the Shea Stadium concert. Mm-hmm. I didn't go, like, it was solidified once I saw I'm the Walrus. Mm-hmm. That was it. Magical Mystery Tour, that was like, that's it. I'm never, never not going to love them. But the Shea Stadium concert, I was, I was really interested up until that point. I was like, oh, this is, this, okay, this stuff sounds really good. This is really cool. And then, boom! Mm. Like when when George uh, was talking about how he and John were having an absolute crack up of a time with the keyboard during "I'm Down," and, yeah. and everybody was just having the most amazing time, despite the fact that they couldn't hear themselves. The um, they had the tiny little speakers. Um, the audience couldn't hear themselves properly, and and it was not the type of stadium gig that you would have nowadays. It was still. It looked like so much fun. And I just yeah, that was mm. that would be one of the first places I would go if we had a time machine. And yeah. so I'm here. To, I'm hoping that the sound is all right on this particular track. Um, but this yeah, we're going to play. I'm down from the 1965 tour um, that the Beatles did in America, um, and it was at Shea Stadium, which no longer exists. No, I remember seeing that as well, and I thought it just looked like they had decided to give up being serious and just have a fantastic time. And yeah. they were all laughing, yeah. and they just looked like, you know, they were in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the biggest shows ever at yeah. that time. Yeah. And it just looked, yeah, it looked incredible. Anyway, yeah. shall we? Yeah, let's go. Woo! And this song will have to be our last song for tonight. Yes, well, we've got to go home, you see. And that's so. Yeah, so, so we'd like to say to everybody, thank you very much, and good night. See ya with this right. song. So clap your hands with this one, okay? All right, all I'll right. I'll have to bring it in for that. You tell lies, thinking I can't see. You can't cry, cause you'll never let me. I'm down. I'm really down. I'm down. Down on the ground.
There we go. The Beatles at Shea. Nice. That's yeah. that's a lot of um, a lot of uh, applause. applause. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. That's the word. Losing words. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's what happens. So, do we want to tell the listeners what you've been suffering through for the last week? Oh, I just take COVID. Like, yeah. You know, you Poor know, millions Amanda. and millions of other people. We've got masks on in the studio just to just in case. Yeah. 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 So um, so she's got a bit of brain fog. <laughs> I should be driving, to be fair, but it's probably a good thing because I would take us to Mars instead of back in time. So what are we going to do next? Um, Speaking of Mars, should we do Bowie? Yes, okay, okay. okay. Right, so it was really, really tough to uh, find a Bowie that, yeah, that we both um, could agree on, but because there's just so much. And you haven't seen him. You never saw him, did you? No, no I no, didn't. No, I, I was really lucky and got to see him um, in 2004 <laughs> in, in uh, Australia. So that was that's still my most, you know, special um, gig that I ever saw because he was just amazing. Anyway, um, there were two shows of his that I would have loved to have seen. One was the 1976 Isola tour. Um, that was the year I was born, so there was no chance of ever seeing that. Mm-hmm. But it's a really amazing looking tour because it was very expressionist. It was black and white. Oh. And um, he had that beautiful black and white suit on and the um, and the lighting was very stark. And it's got some, the imagery that comes from that tour is some of the most amazing imagery mm. of him. And it, that was for the Station to Station album. And I, I absolutely would love to have seen that. But the one I kick myself for, and you know, if I had my TARDIS, I'd go back, would be to see him at Glastonbury in 2000, because I was living in the UK at the time, and I didn't go. I watched it on TV, and I was like, why am I not there? Why weren't you there? Have you have you been to a Glastonbury at all? No, no, I haven't. Um, when I, we were there, we were watching them all come back. Oh, wow. And so we just missed, missed it. it. Yeah. 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 So um, this song is called Stay, and it's from, this recording is from the Glastonbury 2000 show, but it is, uh, the song is from the 1976 um, album Station to Station, which the Isola tour was for. So I wanted to play something from both of those that spoke to both of those shows. Um, So this is a long one. It's about seven minutes, but it's really, really good. So sit back and enjoy uh, David Bowie. Bowie. With Stay. Time this one was written, 1975. Guy played the album with me on that station station. It was Earl Slick. This one's from that album, it's called Stay. Slowly, the days fell on the knees. 
Maybe I'll take something to help me Hope someone takes after me I know there's a change in the weather This time I know we can get it together If you would stay here tonight Oh, that would be crazy tonight Stay That's what I meant to say Do something But what I never said is that this time I really meant to solve that biggest job But you can never really tell When somebody wants something you want to
Des Reyes, Master Murray. Or 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. David. That was great. Yeah. Just while we were um, listening to that incredible track, Uh, I'm so pleased that Amanda stuck to her guns and and brought it in, Um, that I really feel like... um, with Bowie's death, uh, it really has torn apart the fabric of society and the universe, and we need him back. Yeah, he needs to fix it. Yeah, Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. So we are. Um, so you're with Vicky and Amanda, Misadventures in Sound, and we are. What was the title of the show? You know it really well. I do. Um, T- technical <laughs> no. and no. retrospective, uh. disastrous. No. Interesting sounds. No. Time no. and relative dimensions in sound. I had the right anagram. So T A R D I S. Or as we are calling this show, if I had a TARDIS, yeah. if we could go back in time, where would we go? Who would we listen to? Who would we see? Who would we see? Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of it is around like artists that I was either not born um, in time or um, they've passed away. Mm. Um, Really, and so that's been a big thing, I think, for both of us, isn't it? It has, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's mid turn now. It is. Um, so oh, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, so I've, I've, I wanted to talk about Woodstock. Woodstock needs no introduction because we all know that it was Summer of Love, um, amazing festival that was to start all festivals. Um, we won't talk about the '99 version because no. that was terrible. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got two songs from uh, from the artists who played at Woodstock that I'd like to play. Um, I'm going to play Bob Dylan because, um, yeah, just because it's Bob Dylan. Um, and we don't probably don't play a lot of Bob Dylan on the show, really. Um, and I have already seen The Who. And um, if they came back, I'd probably try and, I was saying to Amanda earlier, they would probably try and do the VIP experience and try and meet them. But I don't think I would do that with Bob Dylan. I would like to see him live, though. I've seen him live. Have you now? I have. Yes, did you enjoy it? No. 
Okay, so anyway. <laughs> I didn't not enjoy it. That's good. I kind of felt that way about Paul Simon. Like I didn't not enjoy it, but I, I didn't, like it wasn't the be all and end all mm. for me. Yeah, for me it was that Bob Dylan didn't talk to the audience. Oh, I heard that, yep. yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's, you know, yeah. but it was, it was great to see him. And for that reason, we want to go back in time to Woodstock to see him. Mm. That's the reason. So um, this isn't live, uh, but this is Subterranean um, Homesick Blues uh, for your listening pleasure, um, because this is one of the places, one of the gigs that we would have liked to have gone back to if we had a TARDIS. <laughs> Mixing up the medicine, I'm on the pavement Thinking about the government The man in a trench coat, batch out laid off Says he's got a bad cough, wants to get it paid off Look out, kid, it's something you did God knows when, but you're doing it again You better duck down the alleyway Looking for a new friend A man in a coonskin cap in a pig pen Wants eleven dollar bills, you only got ten Subterranean Homesick Blues. Yeah, I haven't heard that for a long time. Um, I I love how the video is so, um, it's copied by so mm, many artists. Yeah. It's just, and all it is is him standing in, in, a, in an alleyway with the lyrics to the songs. Yeah. To the song, I mean. So, yeah. yeah, Genius. It is a, a very iconic video. It is. A simple idea that works well. Indeed. So that was... Um, uh, I don't have any tracks of Woodstock, I'm afraid. Um, but if we could go back in time to a particular gig or concert or what have you, um, yes, I'd like to go back to Woodstock. Nice. Mm. I shouldn't tell you that there is a Woodstock box set. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I just haven't found it myself. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. So I'm going to take control of the TARDIS and all right. go back to the 1930s Ooh. because... You know, jazz is such an important musical art form of the 20th century. 
And, you know, there's so much, just absolutely so much there that was pretty amazing and still is just yeah. incredible music. Yeah. And, you know, jazz is one of those things that a lot of people say, oh, I don't, I just don't get it. And, you know, I feel like I'm still understanding and coming to jazz, you know, as I go along. I most certainly have, a, you know, don't understand everything. But It's one, an acquired taste. Yeah. And as you get more mature, your palate is developed for it. True. It's also, you know... You know, differentiating between trad jazz and swing jazz and True. all of that, all of the different forms. Mm. But one of the most important moments in the history of 20th century music and jazz is Billie Holiday and the first time that she sang "Strange Fruit," mm. because that, you know, shone a light on something that people weren't talking about, which was the horrific racism in the South of America. Okay, um, and. If you know the story about Strange Fruit, you'll know that it um, was a poem um, that was uh, written by someone else whose name has just escaped me. Sorry, COVID brain. I will, no. I will find that. Um, and yeah, Billie Holiday put it to music. Um, and it's it's one of those songs. It was named the song of the 20th century because it was so important. But cool. I'm not really going to say anything more about it, even though just to say that I wish I had been... I wish I could have seen that. So here we have Strange Fruit, Billy Holiday. Nice. Tree 
And strange fruit, and mm. it just ends so, so dramatically. It's quite a sobering song. Yes, and it stops. It stops you, and it makes you stop and think about mm. the message behind it. And yes, yeah. yeah, shivers down my spine with that one. It is. Yes, mm. and uh, strange fruit was written by Abel Meerpole. Ah, okay. Thank so, you. Yeah. Good on you, COVID brain. I know you I'd, pushed through it. I. I'd, I did. I didn't even have to look at Google. As soon as I pressed play, I thought, I know who this is written by. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. so a little bit of a um, a similar tempo, but a little bit of a, a little bit of a change. Um, and again, sorry, I'm being predictable, but again, I don't care. Um, so, one of my my second favourite band in the whole wide world, um, next to the Beatles, is Queen. Uh, listened to Queen since I was a fetus, um, an amoeba, a, t- a twinkle in my father's eye. Um, and so it is one of my very favourite uh, bands in the whole wide world. And so if I could, um, I would go back to see them at Live Aid. I would go back to see them at Wembley. I would go back to see them in the Rainbow Room. I would try and go back to mm, see them the Rainbow anywhere. Room. Yes. Mm. Yes. It would be another one that I didn't bring with me is Elton at the Troubadour. Oh yeah, that would have been really cool too. But anyway, we haven't we haven't got ten million hours to to play everything that we want to do. So right now, um, the the song that we're going to play is uh, "Love of My Life," which was felt which was filmed, recorded, um, in Rio. Um, and Rio was a really important um, concert for Queen because they didn't realize how big they were in Rio. And uh, they, um, yeah, when he sang the song and the um, the crowd sung back to him. Um, it was it was a real telling moment because they didn't realise that Love of My Life was such a big song. Um, and so, and I love the song. Um, it was really important to me during like a really hard time of my life. And, and yeah, and so I just, I wanted to play this. This is where I would go. I would, I, I would go back to so many Queen gigs. This would probably be one of the first ones I would go to. So, yeah, so, yeah, let's, let's play Love of My Life by Queen. I have to tell you, this song is very special for people of South America. And we thank you very much for making it special throughout the world. This is called Love of My Life. <laughs>
You've stolen my love You now deserve me Quite abruptly, it? <laughs> it did just a little. <laughs> yeah. Never mind, we can continue. Yeah. All right, babe. We've only got time for one more song. We have. Yes. Um. So we'll say our um our bye byes here. Kakite. Yeah. Kakite matewa. Yeah. Um. Thank you for joining us on our um misadventure in our. It really was an adventure. Time. It was time and relative dimensions yeah. and sound. I think we're going to have to do another one of these. Yeah, there's definitely we need more than an hour. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But um, join us next month because it is September and we will be highlighting uh, women and female artists. Yep. Because suffrage month and yep, yeah, yep. And this is we what do. we do. We do. That yep. is that is our thing. It is what we do. It is. So uh, to play out. 
I'm going to play. What is she going to do? Drum roll. <laughs> I'm going to do Portishead. Are you? Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. It was either that or the Beatles, um, but we've already played the Beatles, so, yeah. I'm sorry, I stole it. That's fine. You know, I was just going to play I Got a Feeling from the Rooftop Concert because I would definitely go back to see that. But in 1998, Portishead played in Christchurch. And in 98? Yep, 1998. And I didn't go, and I always regretted it. And they're a great band. And now, as I'm sitting here talking about this, I thought, oh, I should have... Got one of their live tracks, but I didn't. I got Half Day Closing from their second album, Porter's Head, from 1997. So that's one I'm going to play. So until Ooh. next time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Matewa uh, and take care. Yeah. on a journey. Misadventures in sound with Vicky and Amanda. We'll tell stories and create connections with your new favourite sounds, including New Zealand faves and rarities. We're just two music geeks trying to make our way in the world and we're taking you along for the ride. Misadventures in sound, 7pm every second Saturday on ORFM Dunedin and podcast from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.